Hey, this is Rob Corddry, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour. Oh, hello there, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft. Joined, as always, by a man who is currently sans pants and underwear and is in the middle of a headbutting contest with his dongus. <laughs> That's Jeff Clark. What's up, y'all? Back in studio. First time since 2020. And beaming to us from the hijacked Z100 studios, the bearded booger-eating zookeeper known as Shuddy Boy. Yo! Ha, ha. Yeah, so Jeff Clark is fucking back in the house. Excited. First in studio MSPH in what a year and we're saying four March. months. We're thinking March. Yeah, since before yeah, the MSPH the wrestling days. Yeah. Yeah. So almost a year and a half. I know. It's uh, just as I left it. Everything's in the exact same spot. Uh, and I feel like the kitchen table or the uh, living room table is new. I don't think that yes. was here when I was uh, hanging out here. Much cooler than the last table. Last table, I don't know. It felt whack. So you got a new dining room table? No, oh. a new coffee table in my oh. living room. Sorry. Yeah, this one have- has a, like an extending desktop and storage. So it's easier to work on my couch. It's a fancy one for sure, but uh, we have uh, our coffee table comes up like that too. Yeah, it's dope. And you brought little mama. Yep, little mama's in the house. Little mama. I love that she's just sitting on the chair like that. <laughs> yeah. How long will she sit there like that before she starts to roam around? She's by the Oreos. I don't know. I think she'll be here probably the entire episode. She'll Can we get a camera and mic for her? Let's do this. She won't She's say anything in the, in the mic. Chair. She was attacking Leonard the Weed Pickle. Yeah, she hates... She She doesn't like very, Leo? Not very cool with him. Actually, she probably... Let's see. Show him. She's probably Let's no see. beef. She'll just... She'll just... Likes to... Bite him. I don't know. She knows it's kind of half-assed, but... <laughs> she, she'll, she'll wrestle around with him when we're on the... Uh, when we're not recording. Uh-oh, here we go. She's getting yeah, into she, it. Yeah, she bit him. And then just started shaking him. She went in for like the death rattle. Yeah, she tried to shake him to death. She went because <laughs> when she's doing when she starts shaking, or like you know, like I don't, yeah, shaking. Is she's trying to get you to play tug of war with her? She wants to just play around with you. But, Do you give her soft toys like that at home? Uh, we have really only two toys for her. It's this ball, uh, this rope ball, and then a knotted rope. Every other toy or thing we bought for her, she has no interest in. Allie! Little mama! <laughs> Sideways head? <laughs> Sideways head? Treat? Sideways head? Oh, there, there it, is. it is. Pointy ears? Pointy ears? This is going to be our most viewed video on YouTube now. I know. Because we've got, you've got to make sure that she's in Little mama. the thumbnail. Pointy ears? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think she'll chill up here on this chair for pointy most of the episode. <laughs> pointy? She's a little dumbass. Blueberry facial? 
<laughs> oh, wow. That got oh. a big head tilt. Yeah, <laughs> she knows Spa Day is coming. Oh boy, she loves Spa Day, little mama. You love getting pampered, you little diva. So we did, we did the big MSPH wrestling um, over the weekend. We did the recap in the Easter egg because I know it gets a little long, and the people that don't watch it don't follow as closely as the people that are into it. But um, we, I like, like I mentioned earlier, we had to. Um, it was. Rent Rez birthday weekend, so I was at her place, and I let her know I was a little too optimistic. I'm like, this will take like two hours tops, and it was it was way longer than that. But um, she did have a good time hanging out in the Zoom with everybody, and uh, she she's very very jealous that Ally Muffin is here now, because that was a she was a big hit when Rent Rez saw Ally on the Zoom, she she lost all composure. Yeah, everyone loves Allie. She's yeah. just the cutest, sweetest little dog. She is very it, cute. It's it's a trip. But then when Jeff got drunk and like picked her up and aimed her belly at the camera and went, Oh, oh mama, show everybody your pussy <laughs> She she just goes, All right, I'm out and just like <laughs> leaned over on the couch and put on Netflix. Sorry, rant rant. <laughs> I ruined little mama by flashing her pussy in your face. Well, everyone's face wasn't intentional. Uh well, Whatever. She's a woman. She she's not afraid to show it. Everyone fucking assumes her gender as a boy. Every person that like passes me when I'm walking her usually at, or says, "Oh, what a cute little cute little boy," or references the male gender. And she's not male. She's got her pussy out all the time for people. You just all you have to do is look. I'm sorry. Does that pussy look like a penis to you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, little mama. But uh, dude. If you're not on, if you're not watching the MSPH wrestling, you're definitely missing out, or probably missing out. But you're definitely missing out if you're not subscribed to our Patreon and part of that Zoom call. A Zoom call is, and I'm not just like sh- doing a shameless plug. I guess I kind of am, of course. But it's just a lot of fun to connect with, you know, the the Puminati talk shit. Most people are getting messed up or partying. I know I certainly was. I was just tossed by the end of this. Uh, event, but it's just a great time, dude. I, I fucking, it's one of my favorite days of the month. I feel like we do this like once every couple months, so it's one of my favorite days every few months. But man, it was fun again this weekend, and I, re- I remain a champion. It's fucking crazy. I think, I think there's definitely some, some collusion happening. There isn't. I don't know how to prove it to you. I can, I can send you all my text messages and all, all my, uh, correspondence with the commissioner of MSPH wrestling but as far as I know unless he's doing something without my knowledge as far as I know I just keep winning these coin flips because I mean that's all it is it's a coin flip and I've won like six in a row I mean there were there were some people in the chat that were calling bullshit on rent res win because she she won the women's royal rumble and whoever won that got to take on curvy beer girl later on in the night for the women's championship belt and Rhett Rhett won that as well. So people are like, oh, bullshit, bullshit. Which is fair. That's something I would think as well. But I do really, I actually believe in the legitimacy of Dom doing this. Yeah, if I was going to put my thumb on the scale at any point in MSPH wrestling, I would have <laughs> selfishly used it for myself when I get eliminated instantly in just about every single match. 
which also happened in the Royal Rumble when Jeff just picked me up and threw me out of the fucking <laughs> ring after I had been in there for 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, I came in right after you and just you were gone, dude. That's uh, yeah, that's probably a bummer as well. But um, it was a fun night. Everybody had fun. The Dom did a, a terrific job with the the match setups, with the lineups. It was it was really well executed. Very fun. Everybody should follow Dom's Twitch, twitch.tv slash domv311. And there is the MSPH Wrestling YouTube channel if you want to watch any of the past events. Dom's got just about all of them up there in their entirety. Hell yeah. Yeah, the retreat. No, my last note or thought about the the um, there being some fuckery with MSPH Wrestling is when he's selecting the matches or selecting the fighters for the match, it always shows the person's, like, overall average, right? Yeah, and, and Dom every- keeps yes. everybody at 95 power level. Right. So, like, someone would have mm-hmm. saw if Rant Rant was 100 and everyone else was, like, a 90 or something like that. But yeah. She, I, I don't know if she won a... was it? How, how many chicks were in that first match? Six? She won a six-way coin flip and then... Who'd she beat? The was the CBG? Beer girl. Yeah. yeah, yeah, CBG in the uh, in the championship matches. As far as I know, it's dumb luck. Well, I don't know how much training Rant Rant put into this. I feel like a lot. But. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, another great event. Good job, Dom. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and if you want to catch the rundown, that is in the Easter egg. Uh, another highlight was Bat Dad. Mm-hmm. The great Bat Dad winning the Royal Rumble at the end of the night. That was probably the headline, yeah. I would say. You know, it was wonderful. And that one, I don't know, does Bat Dad have the same uh, level of skill, overall rating as everyone else? Or did yes. Because yes. yes. I, thought, I thought that the, the, the thing was going to be, you know, we're going to do the Royal Rumble, but schedule Bat Dad to be the last person entered and have him, like, way overpowered. Yeah. So he would automatically win. And the only v- advantage he got was being the last person in the ring. And he ended up winning anyways. Yeah. Wow. That is it was that meant was to be. wonderful. Yep. I almost teared up at that moment. It was great. I know Fat Dog Collar was feeling it. Um, I teared up a little bit. Was Fat Dog Collar in the Zoom chat or was he just in like the, the Twitch chat? No, he was just in the Twitch chat. Yeah. But hell of an event. And that was the awesome like finale to the whole thing. Uh-oh. Allie Muffin has just completely turned her back on the show. Yeah, she's... <laughs> she's, she's just facing her, the back of the chair. <laughs> she's letting her action speak. <laughs> I'm over this shit. Yeah. We're gonna and get... everybody in the Zoom was relatively well-behaved. Yeah. Everybody was. Except fucking that pariah guy in the, in the female fights kept yelling out, kick her in the cunt, kick her in the cunt. <laughs> well... Which... Yeah, Rentra was a huge fan of that. All right, Pariah not making a, a smooth first impression. We can, hey, we can rebound from that. I know that guy kinda. He seems nice, but obviously got a little too jacked up for the the female fight. Uh, yeah. Other than I guess Pariah saying cunt and me showing little mama's cunt, everything was <laughs> pretty chill. I was I was so drunk, dude. I at the end, like I saw. I saw. I did not see one bad dad. I saw two of bad dad every time. Like I was that. Like I was just blurred. I've seen two of everything. And by the time bad dad got in the ring, I was just gone. So holy I, shit! I was really happy that the event ended when it did because I was not going to be able to continue. I passed out pretty much <laughs> immediately afterwards. 
Were you pretty thrashed, Shuddy? Yeah, I was super baked. Super fucking high. Yeah, there were a lot of dabs, volcanoes, joints, blunts, bull rips, beers, mushrooms. Yeah. That Zoom that Zoom party was uh was firing off on all cylinders. Yeah, yeah it was, was a lot of wild. fun. You uh you had to keep the party going though, didn't you? Because it was Rant Rant's birthday weekend or did you just um schedule most of the birthday stuff on her actual birthday, which was Sunday. Yeah, it was most of the stuff was, was her birthday. Gotcha. So we stayed up and we kept drinking. We had I think we had a bottle of wine after that. Um, she danced around the apartment with her new championship belt. <laughs> yeah. She was still like in disbelief. She's like, I don't even know what just happened, but I can't believe it. No, you're <laughs> a champion now, right, right? Yeah. We were actually gonna watch um so they put that Emma Stone Cruella prequel movie on Disney Plus. Like it was in theaters, and if you wanted to watch it on Disney Plus, you had to pay like thirty extra dollars. Was it so bad that they sped up the streaming release? I thought it was bad, right? Didn't it get bad reviews? I think it got decent reviews from what uh, I saw. Okay, maybe I'm off on this. Well, how but we were gonna even- well we were gonna watch it because now it's free on there, and she got addicted to fucking. So she got a new TV. She never had a TV in her living room. And she got this smart TV delivered a couple weeks ago. And uh, it her HOA covers free cable and shit. So What's an HOA? Homeowners Association. Oh, she owns her own home. Yeah. What a badass. Yeah, she is, she is a G. Fuck, man. Way cooler than you, huh? Way yeah. cooler than me, for that matter. So she gets that TV hooked up, and there's instantly cable on it. And every time we turn the TV on, it's the game show channel. And we never end up changing the channel. So we just sit there, and we like drink a bunch of wine and watch the game show channel. So we got Cruella cock-blocked by a marathon session of Deal or No Deal. Wait she a had minute. never watched Deal or No Deal in the past. So the only, problem, the only reason you didn't get to Cruella is because you were just... You just it started on the game show network and couldn't change the channel? Yeah, we turned the TV on. An episode of Deal or No Deal was on, and it was towards the end, and the guy was getting really big offers, and she got enthralled in it. And we just did... Do you think game shows are the most like gender-neutral TV programming? I mean, who doesn't like The Price is Right? Like, if you well, did a poll, yeah. I think it would be split equally among the genders. I... I I'm not even trying to hot take it. I prefer a, a bunch of other just game shows, but I hear what you're saying. Point, point taken, actually. But I Deal or No Deal, when I was in college, that was so much fun to get fucked up and watch Deal or No Deal. And that's what we were doing. And rooting she, for someone's demise. She missed that whole train. So this is like all new to her. Oh, nice. So she was like getting accustomed to the rules and shit. And, you know, we we're getting a little tipsy and was laughing it only, and cheering. It was it only Howie Mandel. As the host, or did they yes. have like a run afterwards without? Hope? No, it was always Howie. He was great too, and it went for like four years, and then came back in 2018 for another season. Yeah, I was and then it ended in 2019. And that also had Howie. Yeah. How did it? How did it end? Does Howie not want to do it, or do they just they didn't get the ratings they were hoping for? It might have been ratings. That's an expensive show to put on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah they got some big pay giving away money. Yeah. And then you got to pay Howie's a fee. But and then all yeah. the models. Dude, we were watching it. Fucking Meghan Markle 
was one of the suitcase girls. What? Like we're watching it, and it cuts, and we were both like, "Holy shit, was that Meghan Markle?" And uh, and she was like, "There's no way. It couldn't. It couldn't have been her. There just had to be some girl that looked a lot like her." I'm like, "That was fucking Meghan Markle." And then the next episode comes on. She was always number tw- case number twenty four. So the guy's like, uh, "I'll do twenty four And how he's like, "Megan, open the case." Oh, and it's fucking Meghan Markle. That is cool, actually. Yeah. Ah, uh, man. All right. But I did get to watch something, and I feel like you and Shuddy will be pumped on this because I watched a documentary. Okay. What was it? I don't know if you guys <clears throat> check this out on Netflix, but I watched. Um, Bob Ross, Happy Accidents, Betrayal, and Greed. Ah, I knew you were going to watch that. I tried to watch it late, drunk or high. Well, high, and I passed out. Um, how was it? How was it? I enjoyed it. You know, I saw mixed reviews online, and some of the people bitching were either complaining that they felt the title was a bait-and-switch, so they thought this was going to be an expose on Bob Ross where he's just like a cocksucker behind the scenes and like a wife beater and abusive piece of shit or something. But there was none of that. It was just all these people re- that knew him and his family being like, yeah, he was pretty much the greatest guy who ever lived and just an utter sweetheart. But what was um, the controversy of the documentary? Wasn't there something? What didn't, weren't like people going after his estate? Or, yeah. Or trying to rip off his estate? So that was like the conflict or whatever. They show the guy that inspired Bob Ross. He was like this fat Italian guy who had the same setup as him on that Joya painting show. But he had, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was Italian because he was like, Okay, today I'm going to get in the paint and I'll paint this fucking cloud. And he was like <laughs> real aggressive and like the complete opposite of Bob Ross. He was like rough around the edges, very loud, did not have a soothing voice. His painting style was real aggressive. You know, like when Bob Ross would draw a tree trunk and then he takes that big, thick brush and he just gently, like, pokes it. He's like, okay, now you just lightly tap, 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 tap. And you see we're making some leaves here. When that guy did that, he would just be like, ah, like, ah, stabbing at the canvas. That guy was hockey and Bob Ross was golf. Yeah. (laughs) So... That was like Bob Ross's inspiration. He's like, oh, wow, I would kind of like to do that. But he just took this way, way, way more mellow, gentle approach. And it shows like the whole way he started. And, you know, he was just a a fucking goofy old hippie that loved art and loved turning people on to art. So he never had this dream of like, I'm going to be super famous. I'm going to have a ton of money. He was just like, I just want to do this on PBS and brighten people's day. But he partnered up with this family who were like, okay, we know business, you know painting, and, and, you know, your brand. We'll take care of everything else. So these people were money-hungry and only cared about profits, didn't care about putting out quality things with his name on it. And he was like the opposite of that. He's like, look, if we're putting shit out and my face and name are on it, I want good products. I want good brushes. I want good paint. Um. And when Bob Ross's wife died, who was in that partnership, she was a vote in that whole thing. So when uh, she died, Bob Ross got outnumbered. Right. And then he didn't last too much longer. So it pretty much, a portion of it kind of goes over his past and like, you know, his earlier life. His rise to fame. His rise to fame, you know, his belovedness in the culture and 
just how he spread to other countries and when he would do public appearances, just all the people that showed up and loved him. And, you know, I, I guess the, the worst thing you could say about Bob Ross was he had a little bit of a problem keeping his dick in his pants. Oh, what? you know, he's a free love hippie. So wait, they talked about. I gotta watch this documentary. They talked about him fucking groupies. <laughs> he fucked groupies. Not necessarily fucking groupies, but like they were like when he he would like smooch like women fans when they would come up and like hug him. It was it was almost like that. Um, uh, uh, oh fuck, who's the guy from Running Man who is the Family Feud host? Richard Dawson. Richard Dawson. Yeah, he was a little bit of a Richard Dawson. He would give like like smooches on the lips. Oh, all right. <laughs> you know, take a temperature of the situation. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bob Ross, you will widely vet you. Yeah. But that that was it. That was like, you know. Yeah, that's cool. His kid, is like his son was in it. So Steve. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm, you know, I've been on the record ever since I, I signed on to Peacock and found out that they have a 24-hour Bob Ross channel. I fucking love putting that on. So when I was a little kid, I found Bob Ross on PBS when I was channel surfing and I thought I had discovered this just like secret, like Bob Ross was my dude. Like, wow. I wonder, like it would be crazy if more people knew about this guy, but he's tucked away on PBS. Nobody watches that. Everybody just watches cartoons. Cause I thought, you know, when you're a little kid, you just project yourself on everybody else. I was like, I still do that. This guy's my jam. Like he was kind of like my little hidden secret. I thought, I didn't realize that he was massively popular. <laughs> yeah, he was the Andre the Giant of the fucking painting world. Yeah, I was like, I should, t- I should be telling more people about this guy, but the whole world already knew about him. And, I don't know, ever since I was a kid, I loved Bob Ross, and I've watched endless hours of Bob Ross now that I have Peacock, and I'll just put that on when I'm drawing and sketching and stuff. And he subs in his son in some of those episodes, which I had never seen as a kid. I never saw anybody on Joy of Painting other than Bob Ross. Yeah. But when you watch that 24-hour channel, he has his son Steve doing paintings, and he has this guy Dana sometimes sub in. And those two dudes are still alive, still painting. And they're in the documentary. But Can another... they not do the Joy of Painting show? Nope. Is it because this scumbag family like still owns the rights or whatever yeah, they hijacked everything oh so they like send cease and desist and they like you know they completely robbed him out of it they won the court battle so like his bob ross's family doesn't even see a penny all that stuff you see out there like when i go to the art stores there's bob ross products everywhere and they get nothing it's fucking nuts man so is this like the dave Chappelle where he's like telling people to boycott watching uh the Chappelle show or like is Steven Ross like, or Steve Ross, like don't buy any Bob Ross shit. Cause it goes pretty much crappy family. Yeah. He gets nothing out of it. Yeah. That's such a bummer though. How did it talk about, it talked about his uh, rise to fame. You just mentioned, but I always wondered, and I kind of thought it was like my little thing as well. Or I didn't, it, people didn't know Bob Ross and like only I fucked with him was like a guilty pleasure, like on the low, but was he like how many countries was his show in? They show it in the in the documentary. Yeah, because they show little it, clips of him being famous, being dubbed. Yeah, like if that fool shows up in like Germany or Japan, they're gonna be like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, no, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, so like, I wonder what his his market value was. You know what I mean? Like separate to the. Not separate to the brand, but like the the managing family without you know their meddling. Like, what's the total money the Bob Ross brand bought it brought in? Like, could he have gotten? 
200 million. While he was alive? Yeah. I don't think so. Because he was on PBS. But if it's in every country, yeah. yeah I know. You're right. PBS. Okay. But I mean, so that was another thing that like the people that gave it negative reviews were complaining about. So this family that hijacked his shit, they're so litigious and sue happy that all these people that wanted to appear in the documentary backed out last second. And that family didn't agree to be a part of it. So some people were like, it was one-sided. It felt incomplete. Um, but it was one-sided because they didn't feel like, get, like yeah. getting their side of the story out. Yeah. I mean, I didn't pick up on any of that stuff. Like, I, I don't know. I, I found the stuff focusing more on Bob Ross than the depressing him getting fucked out of his company stuff was way more interesting. Because he was a mysterious figure, you know, he sort of kept, he liked his privacy, he liked his private life separate. Um, Banging groupies. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just going to stuff my happy little dick inside your uh, happy little bush. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I wonder just how big of a superstar he was or could have been or something. You know, like it. I mean, if he never died, he'd be, you know, I like, think in his 80s right now. Yeah, but... Because he died in 95, like, he was 52, so he'd be pushing 80. But it, his shit would be on Peacock, right? Oh, yeah. So... And he, he... He would be making more money off of that. He never let it on, like, nobody knew in the public that he was sick until he was gone. What did he get? What did he have, cancer? Yeah, lymphoma. Such a bummer, huh? So, like, he was just like, I want to work until I die and he did like he did a final episode of Joy of Painting and was like yeah this is the last episode but his son was saying you know he did so many episodes like he just wanted to crank out as many as he possibly could before he went and he was like it was he like Bob Ross was awesome but when he started doing like three shows a day he got even better and like towards the end he was just fucking killing it in his artwork did 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 his final show did he be like was it just the final show, or was it yeah. the final show? Because, like, dude, I'm going to die. Like, he he never gonna... said, but he's he like, never. yeah, this is the final episode. And then he tried to launch, like, a children's show. Yeah. But then he died. Fuck. That is, that's kind of, that's really sad, actually. It's a really sad documentary, because he just, it paints him, like, your your image of Bob Ross will not be shattered. It, it only, like, reinforces how good yeah. of a guy he was, and how he was that warm and kind and gentle off-camera and then you just have to watch him deteriorate and die from cancer. And then his family gets fucked over. It really is a crushing documentary. <laughs> and he feels like, like if you were to give me, if I didn't know and you were to say, hey, take a guess. Do you think Bob Ross gets screwed out of money? Or do you think Bob Ross actually gets paid his worth? I think most people would probably just guess that he got screwed out of money yeah like it's probably definitely gonna work that way <laughs> yeah. and it's like the documentary confirms that but it also confirms him being a nice guy that you're saying and being like a warm gentle soul yeah so i mean that sounds good i do wonder though like objectively if we're just grading the body of work the documentary itself if there's any credibility or if there's any legitimacy to the like claim or the knock that it was a one-sided story. Now, I don't, I'm not saying it's Bob Ross or Steve Ross's fault or Netflix's fault, right? But, like, if you, you know, if you're just judging the documentary based on the Bob Ross story and the topics that they dabbled in, I feel like it is a fair thing to say, well, you know, they, 
they didn't interview enough people, you know? Yeah. But they if even, they, if the people that they were trying to interview didn't want to be a part of it, that's not their fault. No, that's not. Yeah, of course not. And that's not what I'm saying. But like, don't you have to objectively grade it anyways? You know what I mean? I mean, that didn't really detract anything from me because I've seen documentaries before where the person who's being painted as the villain doesn't want to come on and defend themselves. And I don't know if I was a gambling man, I'd say it's probably because they're in the fucking wrong and they know it. Yeah. Uh, but this, it didn't take anything away from me as a lifelong Bob Ross stand. I gave it four dicks. All right, cool. And it wasn't super long. You know, it wasn't a fucking 12 episode mini series that are three hours long. It's, it's 90 minutes. It's funny you say that as you wa- you'll put on the unlimited Bob Ross channel, but the idea of watching a multi-part documentary is just too bo- bothersome. If they were if they were to weave in enough of him painting into it, you'd watch. Well, they did that a lot in the documentary too, which I like, and they showed like footage from his final episode. They showed footage of his appearances on um, Regis and Kathy Lee, like showing them how to paint. Man. It was cool. It was He's really like, cool. If you love Bob Ross, you got to watch it. He is like I'm trying to compare. I think of like a comparison of like another just like low key superstar who everyone knows but doesn't realize. I guess it would be similar to like a game show host, like a Bob Barker. You know what I mean? Right, everyone knows who Bob Barker is and whatnot and what he did, but like I don't know. I don't. I'm not doing like a good job explaining what I'm thinking, but. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, it's Seth Rogen weed. That's what I'm blaming on. I'm blaming it on the pancake ice. That's strong you, stuff. I know. That's the stuff that I smoked and forgot how to eat popcorn because I was so high. I could see that. I still have half a bowl to smoke of it. So <laughs> by the time I get to the end of this, I might not be able to eat these Oreos. That weed is also like three or four months old. Where can you still get it? Or isn't it sold out? It sells out really quick. I got. I was really lucky to get that other strain, the um, Bomb Cyclone, because that's the first ever hybrid they've ever offered. I got that the morning it launched. Okay. Um, and then that immediately sold out. Oh, wait, Didn't ones... you get the pancake one uh, as soon as it went on sale, too? Yes, and that is the same exact eighth. I still haven't smoked it all. And you got this three and a half months ago, and this one when? The Bomb Cyclone? The bomb cyclone is fairly recent, and it's not as strong, so I smoke that way more. And I smoked the the indica one too. That's all gone. Does the time in which you purchase the weed does that matter? I, I kind of wondered that because I I just finished off my moon rocks. Um, this dispensary that I was going to in Redondo before I got closed down. For every hundred dollars worth of weed that you purchased, you could buy a gram of moon rocks for. Seven dollars. Oh yeah, I remember you were super pumped on that. Yeah, so I would like stack these nugs of moon rocks, <laughs> and because it's so like potent, I wouldn't smoke it that often. Because usually that's like the end of my night. Like we, I've, I've, I've smoked like I've smoked some of these moon rocks and played Fortnite with you guys, and I can only make it like two or three games before I'm pretty much like asleep in the chair. <laughs> so I don't smoke it very often. That's why it lasted me like a year and a half. Two years. Oh, wow. Bomb Cyclone is in stock right now. But I, I was uh, wondering... So is Pancake Ice. Like, does the THC, like, percentage, does it go away? It is, like... I mean, if you have it sealed, theoretically, it should be good for a while, right? So, it, I mean, it dried out, but 
I mean, you clearly got super yeah, stoned off I'm, of it. I'm glad you know they. You know what keeps it from drying out? Kevin's got a humidifier here in his house. You shove it up your ass. No, that's actually an air purifier. So it filters out all the fucking nasty smog blowing in from the 101. Fair enough. Bees. Oh, what's that you got, Shoddy? They're humidity packs. You put them in your... You put that in your weed jars? Weed jar, and it keeps them from drying out. (laughs) Oh, man. Papa Shoddy. That is solid. Yeah, it's like (laughs) almost like a... You can order them on Amazon. The dispensaries here sell them. I... When we went to Massachusetts and I got weed recreationally there, it came with one in it. That's how I knew about them. And I just searched it on Amazon and you could buy them right off of Amazon. They come in a pack of like 20 of them for like 15 bucks. No shit. Yeah. And then then you just drop one of those. They're good for an eighth for like two weeks. Yeah. You just drop it in and the nugs stay nice and nice and moist. Yeah, nice. I almost said crispy, but that's the way we don't want them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see, does weed lose potency after grinding? That's the first Google result? Theoretically, um, it gets more potent, I believe, as it dries. How long does it stay for When stored proper properly, so, dried cannabis keeps for six months to one year. Over time, it begins to lose its aroma no, it and potency. Ah, oh, no shit. Because I remember, for some, it's so weird the things that stick with you, but the first time I ever watched that John Cusack movie, Gross Point Blank, when he's like a hitman that goes to his high school reunion. I never saw that. It's a great movie. It is good. I remember, Shuddy, do you remember the scene when he goes back into high school and he finds his old locker and there's like a secret compartment in there and he pulls out a joint he had stored? Yes. And he and he just like rubs, rubs it between his fingers and just destroys it and crumbles it to the ground. And the first time I saw that, I was young and I was like, no! <laughs> like, oh, you're wasting weed! But like, yeah, I'm guessing... That would have been rough to A smoke. 20-year-old joint probably wouldn't do much to you. Because I wonder that, too, because I was actually looking for, we were talking about Deal or No Deal. There's this infamous episode from when I lived in Weehawken where myself, my homie Rob, Naboa, and Stevie B had this episode of Deal or No Deal on the DVR for so long. We would like sometimes call people over to the house and make an event out of it and rewatch it where this chick just fucking nukes herself. She's doing so well. Keeps playing with fire. Her family is stomping the floor, begging her to take the deal. And she puts her hand, she's hamming it up. She's loving the camera attention. And she does this like cartoonish villain thing where she's like looking back and forth with her hand over the buzzer like she's going to hit it. And then, bow, bow, slaps the door shut. No deal. And keeps going. And her family is shattered. They're fucking falling to the ground, <laughs> crying. Oh my God. It is absolutely hysterical. And, you know, with Rent Rag getting into it, I told her about that episode. I'm like, you know what? I'm putting a reminder in my phone. I'm going to find that fucking DVD, and we're watching it. And it took me a minute to find it, but I was searching through my closet, and I found this old vial just filled to the top with Keef. It is just this glass vial jam-packed with Keef. And I used to, like, you know, my grinder has a Keef catcher, and every time it got full, I would dust it off in there and save it for later. And I never smoked it. And I, I've been really curious if that vial of Keef is still good. 
Where is it? I'm very. Do you want me to go get it? Kind of. I think yeah. I know where it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm very <laughs> curious as well. Holy shit, Shuddy, would you smoke any of this keef if you were here right now? I mean, uh, this keef has been. I don't know how old his vial is, but I've never emptied this keef catcher. Eyes are gonna be as red as the devil's dick. Like that's what, Mike. This is what I'm working with right now. <laughs> oh my god. You have a healthy... <laughs> wow. That looks like concealer. Healthy. Yeah, like a healthy... <laughs> is that Maybelline? <laughs> and then there's this other grinder. I've I've had one grinder for the past, like, 13, 14. There's only a little bit in, in this one. I've oh, never yeah. gotten a new grinder. All right, you guys ready for this? Yes. Oh, yeah, I'm going to look in look the camera. That's all Keith. All Keith. Oh my god, dude! That looks like <laughs> that could be like a seasoning rack. It's like a fucking. It looks like cinnamon. Smell it. What does it smell like? Is it does it <clears throat> is it gross or does it smell like how Keith should smell? It smells it smells like Keith. Oh, Here, check it out. This is amazing. <laughs> Little mama, we're sleeping here tonight. <laughs> Little mama, uh, you want you want some Kiefer Sutherland? <laughs> want me to blow some Kiefer in your ears? Little mama, Kiefer Sutherland? Tree? Tree. Kief? You want some Kief? <laughs> <laughs> Little mama. You love getting baked. Getting baked with the boys. So I'm going to give you a little bit of something here, little mama. You're oh, what's sitting that? here like a good girl. Just I can't believe she sat there this whole time. This is hysterical. Uh, This is... Trader Joe's, uh, like assorted treats. They have like a, bu- a bacon cheddar. Uh, oh, the scent uh, is in the air. She's uh, going uh, nuts. Peanut butter, um, a whole bunch, and they're fucking huge. They're huge, so we have to break them up in like quarter pieces for her to have one. Um, she really likes them. Here you go, little mama. But yeah, she's just chilling, uh, right? She's a good girl. It really is. Like her chillness is incredible. It's she's. She's shitty to walk. That sucks. We'll take her for a walk a little bit later, even though it's kind of hot up here. She might not even want to go out. She's a, she's a fucking apartment dog. Dude. She yeah, it's nasty in Studio City lately. Um, she sucks to walk. She kind of goes her. She walks you. You don't really walk her. <laughs> Look at her. She, that's another word. <laughs> she treat. Keeps, she keeps hearing the W word. Walk. It's just like oh, um, little mama. Are you other, triggered? Other than, <laughs> other triggered? than that, like she's chill. He just cuddles with her on the on the on the on the couch. She just will just snooze right next to you. Yeah, she doesn't mind when you're on Zoom and you show everybody your pussy. No, yeah, very chill, very forgiving dog, little mama. <laughs> so, do you want to do a baking with yeah. Jeffy cakes and try that Keith? So I'm gonna just, I just would sprinkle <laughs> it. On, I'll just sprinkle it on here, right? Yeah. Oh man, the first first studio episode. And forever, and I'm gonna end up just being like fucking comatose by the end of this. Well, I don't want to like. Let me find. Uh, I gotta like key bump it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I and I gonna bake up I'm some fresh Jeffy have cakes. To scoop it with a key. Feeling I don't want to like bump a clap. You know what boy, I mean? I don't want to like and it out. Lord of mercy, Lord of mercy. Man, this is a, what a day. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird seeing Jeff on camera and seeing what he's doing. Yeah, right? 
Yeah, that's that's the fun of having these aimable cameras here in the MSPH studios. I need to get a fucking. We get a two-angle camera on. I think Jeff that's and enough, Obama. right? I mean. Oh my god, yeah, dude, you're gonna be fucking obliterated. All right, all right, all right, all right. Cool. I wonder, should I Google it before or after Jeff smokes it? Like, what after? happens? To old Come on, Keith? I don't. Okay, wanna, okay, okay. Don't make me have second thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> we'll deal with whatever repercussions. This is how you get COVID. Because that, I mean, some of that Keith. Probably the stuff at the bottom could be like over ten years old. Wow, it, this is vintage Keith. This is before California. Most of this, some of it, yeah, some of it. Huh? I think. Right, big power rip. <laughs> you can't see, but my favorite part about Keith is like how it stays cherry for longer. Wow, that was a big hit. Are you you are you smoking just straight keef? I sprinkled it on the like half bowl that I had remainder of the Seth Rogen weed. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, you might be sleeping here tonight. Whoa, little mama. I feel it right here, and it feels great. I'm gonna be hitting this little mama air mattress. <laughs> little mama. <laughs> it's air conditioned. You'll be all right. Uh, man, what an how did it taste? Tastes great. You're, yeah. You're, Nah. Yeah, we have uh, some more time to go here. Yeah, I don't want yeah. you to fucking show's not over yet. Up on me, and we still have to do a Patreon show. Keeping it in Netflix, though, keeping the ball rolling. A movie just got added to Netflix. I'm, I, I cleared this with my brothers. It is an official Clark classic, Five Dicker, oh. and I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on it. I wanted to hear if I think both of you seen this movie. If you guys think it's a Five Dicker, catch me if you can. Leonardo DiCaprio, Tom Hanks, Steven... I think it's Steven Spielberg. It is. You've seen that movie, correct? I've seen it once. Seen it once, okay. Enjoyed it. Don't know if I could co-sign as a five-dicker. I'd have to give it another viewing. I look at five-dickers in a lot of ways like sports hall of fame. Like, if you have to think about the person for more than a second, it's probably not a hall... He's probably not a hall of famer. So, five-dicker. You watched it, and you didn't walk out of the theater thinking, wow, it was... One of my favorite movies ever. So no, but so it's not a five dicker in your head. I've likely. been, I have been watching a lot of Leo movies this year. Uh, I watched Jay Edgar for the first time ever, which sucked ass. I watched uh, Great Gatsby for the first time ever, which wasn't all that great. Yeah. Help. Honestly, I have never seen. I'm a huge Leo fan. I've never seen those movies because I, I just don't. I don't want to be bummed out. I mean, like that it sucked. If that makes sense. I didn't hate. Great Gatsby. Rent Rat actually hated it. I downloaded it on the iPad to watch on the on the flight, and halfway through it, she gave me my right air, air, AirPod back and was like, "Fuck this movie." Nice. <laughs> yeah, Great Gatsby looked like shit, and I don't like the director. What? Baz Luhrmann. Yeah, he's the same dude. I didn't like Romeo and Juliet. He did Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, right? and I haven't seen that, and I think that's on HBO Max. So I'm gonna watch that. Sometime you haven't seen soon. that. The um, Romeo and Juliet with. Leo and Claire Danes. Claire Danes. And guns. Did no. you have a crush on uh, Shot in the Dark? Did you have a crush on Claire Danes when you were a kid, Shuddy? Not really, no. All right, fair enough. She had no boobs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm a tit, man. <laughs> All right. I was going to say she feels like 90s Kristen Stewart. But if, uh, if you're not going to co sign, then fuck it. You're I the, was pickier. You're the. Uh, Kristen Stewart expert of this. So, catch me if you can. 
Clark Classic, Five Dicker. Have you ever saw a movie that you didn't give five dicks and then gave five dicks on future viewings? Yes. Can you, can you think of a movie? Or can you remember which movie? Yeah. Um, a couple, actually. The Dark Knight Returns. Boo. Uh, more, more recently, Parasite. Parasite you liked became it more a... the second time? Yes. Okay. I liked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood more the I think the I might be with time. you. Yeah. I did that with John Wick 2 because Rent Ren and I rewatched that trilogy. She'd only seen parts of the first one. So we, they're all on Peacock. We rewatched the whole trilogy. I didn't know which one I liked more, two or three, but I ended up liking two more. Um, John Wick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. John Wick. So John but Wick 2 is a five-dicker. Is still the best? No. Two is better than one. Oh, okay. All right. I got to go back and rewatch. Oh, what else? I think uh, that's all I can think hey, of Terminator now. 2, Matrix, first viewing. It's just Five-dickers like, immediately. Five, yeah. Yeah trying to think of a movie for me that got better i mean goodfellas kind of always gets better but it was always a five dicker too yeah it somehow grows into a six dicker <laughs> yeah it's it's it almost every time i watch goodfellas at the end it's like you know that probably is the greatest movie ever made probably is it's up there for sure yeah, yeah. it's similar to the we don't have to park at this topic very long similar to big lebowski in that after you watch, it's like, fuck, man. They killed it. Everyone involved. Yeah, I was lukewarm work. on Big Lebowski the first time I saw it. That's but that was that around ages. the time it came out. That one, that's, that, you know what? That's my submission to movie that ages or is better on the second viewing. Like the quintessential example, The Big Lebowski. I think The Big Lebowski... I think you have to watch it multiple times to fully like appreciate it. I like how Shuddy Boy's watering his bowl. I'm not. I'm putting it in alcohol to clean. Nice. Because now you're making me want to smoke some Keef, but this bowl is clogged, man. It's the only one I have that <laughs> is a, is appropriate for this mission. I can't believe well, you have this. It's like, wild, right? You have to be. Have you told Rantmare about this? Uh, I don't think so. For anyone who smokes pot, this has to. I don't know. This, this That's thing, like an eight ball of Keef. Yeah, this is crazy. It's you should seriously. use it to make some uh, some butter. I used to. I Well, not butter, but I actually, you know, when I lived on the East Coast, I used to use all of my beet weed from the volcano to, you know, simmer in oil to make brownies with. And then once I got the oil separated and mixed in with the brownie mix, I would sprinkle in a bunch of keef and then stir the batter more and then make the oh, brownies. Oh, I have. You guys are I way have, cooler stoners than me. I have jars of spent uh, volcano weed <laughs> waiting to be used to cook up some edibles. Dude, I literally have the weed I just bought, and that's it. I have two bowl pieces. I think I'm going to get a bong for my birthday. But, like, I'm the wackest stoner ever. You get this cool-ass fucking vial of Keef. This is amazing. I can't believe you have this. Like, this is, <laughs> like if you're ever in a pinch, not even in a pinch, but, like, so easy to get weed around here, but for whatever reason, you don't have weed, don't feel like going to re up, but really want to get high, you have this. Or if you just want to get super baked, you have this. I don't know. Yeah. You got to run that past Rant Rant. I know. Well, speaking of Keith and Rant Rant, 
I was telling you this before that we started, but she had never seen Lost Boys with Keith or Sutherland. <laughs> and I Great Canadian. I look at that movie as a five dicker. I have to rewatch I it. I fucking love Lost Boys. It's great. It's like a one of the greatest eighties movies ever made. Five dicker for me. She went to school in Santa Cruz and it takes place in Santa Carla, which is they just shot it in Santa Cruz, but they didn't want it called Santa Cruz, so they changed it. You see Santa Cruz? She went? I, I don't you Probably. Know you guys are so good with colleges, I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking <laughs> I about. I think it's a UC school. All right, go ahead. Probably. But yeah, so she ended up loving it. Like, while we were watching it, she was like, I can't believe how great this is. This is awesome. It wasn't a five-dicker for her, but it's a five-dicker for me, and I use that because she's also never seen The Goonies. And I was like, if you loved the vibe and style of Lost Boys... You'll love The Goonies, and she's real hesitant, but I'm really trying to twist her arm and get her to watch it. She's never seen The Goonies? Nope. Okay. I mean, she's younger than us, so there's stuff <laughs> that flag never... for Shuddy. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was going to say, it was pleasant hanging out with her on Saturday, but now I'm not so sure. Jeez. That's the type of person you're associating with, Kevin. Look, man, I mean, she's younger than us. She just turned 32, so... Yeah, she's a hot chick. She hasn't seen The Goonies. <laughs> that's, not <what laughs> that's not what they do. Yeah, if one of you guys hadn't seen The Goonies, you're yeah. unfriended, but yeah, it'd be she's weird. a hot chick. It's yeah. okay. Yeah, I'll make exceptions, I guess. <laughs> did either of you guys watch anything? I went and I saw Candyman no. Friday. You did? Oh, yeah, we were talking about that last week, and I watched the first Candyman I thought for it the was, first time. I thought it was kind of understood. I, I assumed that you were going to go see it. I thought we were all going to see it and do like a review on this. Maybe I just have that twisted in my brain. I thought we were all going to rewatch the original. Oh, wait. All right, so we talked about watching it, or watching Candyman. For the record, though, in, in all fairness, they're both called Candyman, so I could see where there was some confusion. Fair enough. Okay, so we did talk about this. We just watched different movies. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. I thought you guys were going to get to the theater, and as a usual theater-goer, or excuse me, frequent uh, theater-goer, I figured you would have went, but I guess it being Rent Ren's birthday and MSPH it was, weekend, yeah. you just couldn't fit it in huh? it was too busy of a week and yeah. there's no way i was gonna work the angle of convincing rent Ren to go see Candyman in the theaters on her birthday so we were gonna try and go thursday night but sharon was just too exhausted from her work week and then friday night dom came over saturday was msph wrestling last night i had a fantasy football draft so there was just no time we fully intended to go so I went with my brothers. Cheech <laughs> bought the tickets. He bought them for fucking Saturday. Thought he bought them for Friday. We went Friday. Oh. It was pretty. It was chill. Whatever. There was enough seats and they just were easy to like. Oh, they let you transfer them? Yeah, it was pretty easy. Um, but it was like a boneheaded mistake that he had made, which caused a minor uh, disturbance. Real quick, the trailers. It felt like the trailers were fucking awesome. Did you? Oh, man. Excuse me. I just got slipped up and remembered that you didn't watch this. When you go, notice the trailers. They have. They did a trailer for Edgar Wright's new movie. The la, I think it's Last Night in Soho. Yeah. That looked pretty bomb. The new Halloween looked interesting. There's one more that I can't remember. I was hoping you could help I me out. I thought the new Halloween looked pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I have an issue with one of the lines in the trailer, but whatever. Overall, it looked pretty scary and uh, original. I was hoping you were going to help me out with the another horror movie trailer that happened uh, before Candyman, but you didn't see it. So, I thought the movie 
You know what? Actually, three of us went, two of us liked it, one of us didn't. What do you think? How do you, how do you think that split The three was? Clark brothers? Yeah. <sighs> Bill didn't like it. I think Cheech didn't like it. After Cheech not liking the Ensenadas, the Jalapenos. Oh, yeah. Filipinos. Yeah, you're, you're off the Cheech. The Cheech yeah, train. now I think Cheech is just a hater. So, Shuddy was right. Bill fucking hated this movie. Wow. He, like, really didn't like it. And me and Cheech, I, I actually, like, came out of it. I gave my opinion first, which is rare. But I was like, I thought it was pretty good. Actually, it kept my attention the whole time. It was a fast cut. But it did keep my attention, which is tough, right? You know what I mean? I'll go to sleep or be out on movies if I really don't like them. I liked the... The main character, the uh, I think his name's, I don't know, I'm forgetting his name, but he's like a Chicago urban artist, and uh, his girlfriend is like an art museum or art gallery curator, and um, how the whole premise is set up is uh, they they host uh, the girl's gay brother and her boyfriend. They come over, and he tells a scary story, and it's a story of like Candyman. The, the origins of Candyman, and then that inspires this this artist, you know, who is the main character, to do a series of Candyman-inspired paintings, and the horror movie kind of sprawls from there. And I actually, I don't know, like I said, I I really liked it. I thought, it, uh, like, you know, I was scared throughout it. I thought the story was pretty <laughs> good. Um, the ending got I thought a little whack, and um. Mm, but otherwise, I don't really have like a lot of complaints. I'm a little high, a little scatterbrained, so I don't have the greatest review in my holster. And I was really leaning on you for this <laughs> oh, review, no. and I'm, I'm a little pissed that you didn't uh, watch it. But especially because me and Cheech, I, I I'm gonna give it four dicks. I liked it. I did. All right. I think Cheech would give it like three seven five, and I think Bill would be below two. He maybe wow. even worse. Like he said he hated it. Exact words he hated. Holy so shit. I was really interested to hear what your score is, and I'm sure you'll see it eventually. But I mean it's getting good reviews. Yeah. I think um But how much is that is I feel like Jordan Peele has like a hack on the review game. And everyone's trying to like this is gonna sound shitty, right? But like it's made by you know, black people. There's black people and, like, you know, diversity in it. And I think those are just going to... I think they get bumped up on Rotten Tomatoes, is what I'm saying. So I kind of... I don't That's focus, calling shenanigans. Yeah, I don't focus on the reviews. I would assume that that... I, I haven't seen it anywhere. I don't know if you have the Rotten Tomatoes in front of you. I'm going to guess it's above in 77. I actually... Even 80. I feel like once you see a uh, movie in the 80s, it's like, whoa, no shit. Uh, let's see, man. They really need to work on their fucking website layout. Algorithms, you know. They uh, Candyman is sitting pretty at eighty-five percent. Yeah, I, I know it's not a grade, right? It's how much of the the critics appreciated the movie or liked it, but shouldn't be that high. So, do you then, like? Uh, what are your thoughts on the Letterbox D rating system? I forget it, dude. I haven't been on that website or that app in forever. Do you like? Do you trust Letterboxd scores more than Rotten Tomatoes? 
Because this is just a bunch of, it's just the average review of, of users. I do. And that's pretty much IMDb as well, right? Yeah. I trust IMDb and Letterboxd over Rotten Tomatoes, I do. Well, Letterboxd has it at a 3.5. And from the people that I follow on Letterboxd who have seen and reviewed this, Tim, a.k.a. Jim, Ginger and Juice, gave it four dicks. And horror movie enthusiast, friend of the show, Mark Rinker, a.k.a. Mark Rooster, only gave it three dicks. Did Brandano see it? No. He does not have it marked as watched. I started following Blorp on here, and she has it marked as want to watch. <laughs> okay. And well, Dom does as well. All right. Um, I thought it was good. I did. It got a little. It did get a little weird towards the end. A couple of the twists they they take, which I won't spoil. I'm not really in love with, and I was somewhat confused. Or they kind of make the whole, you know, say Candyman in the mirror thing, and the consequences a little confusing. Which, if I explain what I mean by that, becomes even more spoilerly or whatever. But whatever. I'm interested in your review. What did you think of the first one or the original? Uh, it was not what I was expecting. I thought it was going to have more kills, but it mostly is kind of just a mystery with Virginia Madsen, who's like, I guess, trying to do her thesis on urban legends and Candyman. It's mostly her just like investigating it and getting like framed for Candyman's fuckery. Okay. But you do get to see her boobs... Man, holy shit, who knows she was who knew she was packing heat like that? Yeah, I uh like those are five dicks. <laughs> the the movie was was good, but I I don't know, I'll give it like a three dicks. It wasn't anything earth shattering, but it was it was different. It was not what I was expecting. I haven't seen it in forever. I don't remember Virginia Madsen being in it, and I don't remember her boobs coming She's out. She's the main character. Well, I know, I'm just saying, like to me it's you know, Candyman's the main character, Tony Todd. That's what I remember. I don't remember the actress. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to... I don't know. I, I remember, like, loving Candyman growing up. Like, when I was younger. Like, you know, when someone told me the Candyman remake, I was like, fuck yeah, that's going to be sweet. Yeah. Maybe I, I have to rewatch it. Maybe it's something that uh, doesn't age well, actually, for me. Or I won't like again. I'm going to take some more key hits. Shuddy, I'm you... guessing you didn't watch anything? Yeah. I did not, no. I finished the first season of Ted Lasso. Um, Everybody seems to love that. Yeah, that guy, Sudeikis, I think, won a Golden Globe or something. And then didn't he show up to, like, well, it was a, he did, a, like, a work from home for his his acceptance speech, but he was, like, pretty clearly fucked up. Yeah, yeah. And high. <laughs> Sudeikis is the man. Uh, I'm trying to get into season two. I, I don't really have a. Uh, I can't really even review any of season oh, two. I but did. season one was good. I mean, I Shuddy, don't you think there's a ceiling to how cool the Jason today, uh, the Ted Lasso character could be? I think yeah, it, it kind of gets like old. Like I'm, exhausted. I haven't. I'm only a couple episodes into uh, season two. So season one. The oh, it's a major league vibe meets Ted Lasso, who's like an upbeat, almost like sickeningly upbeat former college football coach. And what I mean by major league is, uh, 
the new owner of the team is like a divorcee who's butthurt and or wants to move the team away from their location to get back at their ex. In Major League situation, I think it was more she just wanted to leave Cleveland and move to Miami. She's over Cleveland. Uh, so this the new owner who hires Ted Lasso does it like in bad faith and wants to like fucking sandbag him throughout his entire uh entire you know tenure first year at the club as the manager almost like throw him under the bus as well and then you know because he's so fucking likable she ends up liking him and then at the end of the season like comes out and was like hey i i am the reason why this has been so difficult for you i try to sabotage you i'm fucking sorry i'm terrible and like this guy's just the nicest dude ever ted lasso that's the whole point of him he's just so upbeat so nice so like positive and he like immediately forgives her and it's cool. It's consistent. But what I'm saying, the point and what I kind of was asking Shuddy is like, does it get boring at ever, ever? And like at that point it was boring. I was like, you know what? Something's got to piss you off. Right. I mean, from what I've heard, that seems to be the issue with season two. It's like that gimmick just kind of runs a little yeah. flat, but I also know nothing about Ted Lasso. I haven't watched it. I don't. I know. Isn't he like a soccer coach or some shit? And there's yeah, he's a nice. college football coach that gets hired to. Yeah, he coach a, soccer in England. He has a video that goes viral of him just breaking it down, doing a fucking dance in the middle of the team after they won a title and or won a I don't know won a game, and he's just known to be like a super positive, upbeat guy. But whatever. Uh, well, as a follow-up, I did finish watching that limited series on Netflix, Brand New Cherry Flavor, and uh, that was solid. I really liked it. It's fucked up. It's gross. I'm looking it up now. I gotta Towards the end of it, it gets really gross, and there's some pretty good violence and gore and super, super weird gross-out moments, and uh, an interesting story. It was, it was my kind of weird. It's not going to be everybody's cup of tea, but I fuck with it. I thought it was cool. Help. Average score of 4.2, according to Google. Out of 10? 80 on Rotten Tomatoes, no, out of 5. 7.3 on IMDb. And then just there's an audience audience rating summary here on Google. I guess they're doing it. Okay, no, I do remember you talking about this. Catherine Keener in here. Yeah, and uh, the chick from mm-hmm. Alita Battle Angel. I thought it was dope. Good shit. Um, so you are, you are going to try to... See Candyman, though, this weekend or something? No, right? it's not going to be this weekend. Because oh. this weekend, Shang-Chi, new Marvel movie. That was one of the trailers that came out uh, before, that uh, played before Candyman. And I haven't seen it. I know nothing about this. I hadn't seen it before. And it looked fucking sweet. Yeah. It's like, wow, that's sick. Yeah, it's getting really good reviews. They say the action and the martial arts choreography are fucking dope. And, yeah, I'm pumped. My Marvel birth- movies always kick ass, and I love martial arts, kung fu movies. So a combination of that, I'm, I got high hopes. My birthday's Friday. I'll, oh, uh, I don't know. I don't really have much. I'm going to Vegas next week, so that's kind of more of like my birthday celebration. But I'll keep you posted anything that I do. If anything's okay. going to be like just dinner and drinks. Uh, could end up being in Orange County though, because they don't do that fucking mask bullshit. <laughs> I want to go you maskless. Pussy. <laughs> uh, so if you can't make it down to Orange County, I don't fault you for that. But I'll keep you posted. That's neither here nor there. Uh, yeah, I got nothing else to review, man. I wanted to watch that Bob Ross shit because I had a feeling that you would 
break your documentary ban and watch yeah. that. If anything's going to get me to wa- watch a documentary, it's it's Bob Ross. Uh, I did get an email. Hold on. I fucking I lost it. I had to open up in this tab, but... I, I can't know, right? believe oh, here we go. you have a vial of Keef. <laughs> I can't believe it's still good. I mean, I mean it has I, been sealed all this time, so... I, yeah, that's back to the original like, question that got us here, is I wonder how long that lasts. If it's like the... What's the, the, the quaaludes they took in Wolf Wall Street? The lemon... 741s. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. A delayed release. Uh, so Nate wrote us an email and he said from episode 389 at 54 second, 54 minutes and 30 seconds, there's a nonsensical voicemail about a turkey sandwich that sounds like the lawyer that rails on Kevin and Shuddy and stays under three minutes. Maybe an early sighting? Investigate. All right, that could be worth looking into. <laughs> By someone else. I, I do not. I will not be investigating. In uh, point two, he said Kevin has to, has to do a podcast by himself and go into skits using Dragon and Shuddy impression. With the recent mention of cameo requests, I wanted to throw in the idea of, doing, of Kevin doing skits with the impressions. Love the show. High five, Nate. That sounds exhausting, but yeah, maybe I'll try and come up with some short skits to do um, with Shuddy and Jeff scenarios. Yeah, I feel like you're busier now that you don't have a job. <laughs> yeah, somehow my work... <laughs> Isn't that how it works? Yeah, my work week shrinking somehow got me more busy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, grinding with the Alice show, doing a little more MSPH content, so it's not like you're sitting on your ass. Yeah. You, I'm sure you're, you did doing art fucking writing still right yep so and after you know juggle a girlfriend video games video games it's a busy life <laughs> nerd video, out video games <laughs> uh, comics i mean you have things that entertain you i do oh, little mama going blair which blair which little mama yeah she's just staring in the corner yeah I feel I've like one in, of us is about to get brained. I've I've walked in on her just like seriously in the corner of the room, just like staring at the wall. Like, what are you doing, little mama? Little mama needs a, a switch or a PS5. Yeah, she's but the corner. Yeah, give her your phone. Now. Let her watch a video. Jesus. Yeah. Is let her, let the, her play with your phone, Jeff. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, she's like a little kid. Do, yeah, that's what. That's the joke, dude. Do, all right, no, I, <laughs> that was the joke. Because I'm high. That she I'm, was a little kid. <laughs> I'm interested in this though. Do the dogs get nothing? There's nothing out of the TV playing. Like they get, they don't care. I'm sure there's something there. I sometimes the dogs will stop and watch what's going on on the TV. Damn it! If Dogs could just like communicate. I would have so many questions for them. Little mama, you fucking creeper. All right, well, we got a little bit of time left, so why don't we cap things off with. Oh, no. New layout. Voicemails, yay! There we go. We got there, friends. Okay, let's see. Where did we leave off? This one. Damn it! I know what you're talking about. Yeah, now you've seen it in person. You know, yep. you know my struggle. My computer actually does that sometimes too. Hey boys, a uh, couple things. Number one, uh, Kevin, buy a new cable. 
whatever cable you were unplugging and plugging back in uh, uh, at the beginning of the episode, uh, that was buy that buy a new cable for that, whatever that was. Um, and the next thing is, uh, Kevin, I can't believe that you went like two years without updating that app and then wondering <laughs> why it didn't work. Oh man, I, it's all good. It's all good. I'm glad that it's back, but it's just so on brand. Yeah, I'm a bit of a dumbass. It's true. It's just so on brand. Um, and lastly, I, my favorite thing uh, with you guys these days is listening to Kevin. You know, really, he's really trying to, you know, be, look good for his girlfriend and going and getting new clothes and not uh, commenting on her friend's um, looks, uh, you know, various things like that, talking about, you know, good things to do. And then hearing Jeff reply to those like a grizzled PTSD-ridden Vietnam War vet is just hilarious to me. It's Jeff is so... Jeff is still spurned by his last relationship, and just the dichotomy between you guys is just it's fucking hilarious. So keep up the good work, boys. See ya. I think he put that well. My last relationship is my personal Vietnam. <laughs> Look at how black th- this alcohol has gotten from Holy how dirty shit. that bowl was. That's how I. That's how I clean my bowls out too. Yeah. Wait, what do you, do you? Is it only rubbing alcohol? Do you put other stuff in there too? No, nope, it's just rubbing alcohol. 90% rubbing oh, alcohol. Because I have some of that, and I have to clean my bubbler out. That fucking bubbler kicks so much ass, but it gets clogged so easy. I went to the head shop last week to get this little this little chillum, and I asked how they recommended to clean my dab rig, and the guy was like, just put some... Uh, rubbing alcohol in the microwave until it boils and dump it in and it boils it right out. But you didn't boil that stuff, did you? No. And this, I mean, it cleaned it pretty damn good. And I didn't have to do anything. I just poured the hot rubbing alcohol in, let it sit, swished it around like that and dumped it. And that was it. But it doesn't like fuck up your microwave, right? Or like leave a shitty after smell. Well, I haven't opened it today, and nobody has said anything about it smelling. Uh, all right. Well. I mean, what's it going to smell? It's going to smell like alcohol, like rubbing alcohol, yeah. so it'll smell but clean. Doesn't that kind of suck? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, whatever. It's not a big deal. All right, here's another human. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Mike in New Mexico. It's funny that you guys are talking about Gene Hackman because, well, I guess this is more of a Patreon thing, but. Um, I've actually seen Gene Hackman in Santa Fe where I live and I see him writing, Jeff was making fun of him saying that he probably drives like a scooter or a, or a adult tricycle or some shit, but he actually drives an e-bike. Um, <clears throat> I've seen him, everybody just kind of accepts him into the, into the hood. My aim wasn't off. Uh, nobody really harasses him or anything. He's just kind of there. Fucking uh, better. Wait, why would I? they harass him? Yeah. Oh, I guess go, trying to get like pictures and autographs or something. Oh, yeah. Is that harassment? Be showing him love. Come on oh, Instagram no. with me, Gene Hackman. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Hold on. Just kind of there. But, yeah, it's pretty cool. See him once in a while. But, yeah, talk to you guys later. Peace. You know what you should do is next time you see him on his e-bike, 
Call the voicemail line, run up to him, and put the phone up to his head. Yeah. See if he has a message for the Puminati. Yeah, or, and or, ask him if he can come on MSPH and ask for his email. I'm sure Gene Hackman would love to sit in on this. Yeah, come out, ask him to come out of retirement. Let him know, though, that we have, um, we, our fan base is called the Puminati. Our logo is the all-seeing poo. Our alternate mascots are Leonard the Weed Pickle and Poop Stachio. And he'll be in. And we're not going to really interview him. He's going to listen to voicemails and emails. Or he's yeah, gonna yeah. Have to and we're going to have a new so. t-shirt that it's the Don't Tread on Me flag, but says Don't Poo on Me. <laughs> yeah. As I confirmed on MSPH Wrestling the other night. Yeah, yeah that was another thing Rantra was super pumped on. What? She's uh, like, oh, my that- God. You're going to make more poop merchandise? Oh, man. This oh, so that, that was a sarcastic she was excited about. Yeah, she does not like toilet humor, but she's like, yeah, you guys are you're, you're dumb boys. I get it. You like your poops and farts. Most girls really don't get it, though. <laughs> and that's why she's awesome. And that's well, and she's that like goes, you just sit over there in the corner giggling at poops and farts. And this dynamic goes back to the uh, previous voicemail we just listened to where. I'm uh, I'm all about guys rule, girl, girls drool at this point. I'm anti-girls. Yeah, yeah. She picked up on that as well. All right, let's do one more voicemail. <laughs> oh, I laid I laid that vibe down pretty thick at the six two six night market. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, this is the next one. Hey guys, I'm sorry I'm calling so much lately, um, but I'm listening. This is AC. I'm listening to episode five hundred two. And you're talking, uh, Kevin's talking about when he got into shape to fight shit toboggan so he didn't have to smoke the QBDD. Well, why don't you guys just set something up where if Kevin doesn't lose X amount of weight, he smokes a Shetty's QB? That sounds pretty disgusting. I would not want to do that, so I would work the fuck out. I don't know. Stay cool, guys. Love you. I don't like that idea, AC. <laughs> yeah, like what's so? Wait, what if you, you you're the only goal is for you to lose a certain amount of weight? Like yeah, or else I have to smoke Shuddy Boy's pubes. But that the only incentive is you don't smoke Shuddy Boy's pubes. Yeah, nah, it feels like a bad deal. I mean, the puby doobie wasn't much of a motivator. Just getting to smash shit toboggan and all of his online shit talking uh, was all the motivation I needed. I also. I didn't have a job at the time, so I could spend all day exercising, and I had all the time in the world to go run five miles and then, you know, do a whole bunch of push-ups and pull-ups and weight stuff. And, yeah, dude. Yeah. Exercising sucks now. We're it takes a old. lot of fucking time. I'm fucking old. I do a bunch of push-ups and my shoulders hurt. This stuff is fucking lame. Yeah, dude. I've been going every now and then I'll go hard at the gym, and then I'll have to take two days off. I can't even like weight lift two days in a row. I'm such a fat dumpy fuck right now. It sucks. <laughs> but I feel you, dude. I'm not trying to train either. Yeah. Appreciate the thought though, AC. Yeah. And we appreciate you, the Puminati, for listening every week and uh your support does not go unnoticed. We love you all. Thank you for listening to another episode. And um if you really want to help your homies out and you haven't done so you can subscribe to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour. You can help keep a roof over little mama's head. Little mama. 
<laughs> Little mama. We are, we are now in the throes of double episodes of MasterChef. So, Crafter, she- Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition episodes from here on out are going to be long. Are you, is that confirmed, though? I don't know that that's confirmed, Kevin. I know that it was two hours last week, but I don't know Recording if it's... Recording stopped. Oh! oh, no! Recording in progress. Oops. Going to be a little bit of a hiccup <laughs> <laughs> on our YouTube episode this week. Because I, I have very bad mouse aim. I tried to click the Google Chrome icon, and I clicked stop recording on Zoom. Fuck me. Uh, whatever. <sighs> Either way, MasterChef back Wednesday. However long it is, we'll be back Thursday. Yeah, fuck it. I'm not even going to risk hitting stop recording again. Don't, <sighs> pussy. Uh, yeah, so patreon.com slash Hour. If you don't mind, please and thank you. You can subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Hour. You can see the vial of Keefe, Jeff back in the MSPH studios, Lil Mama, and Shuddy Boy and his bag of slime from his bowl. All will be featured this episode. Stay tuned to the Easter Egg if you're listening to the audio podcast to get the full results and rundown from MSPH Wrestling 9. Shout out to Dom again. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff Rowe Records. And at MSPH Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. If you want to shoot us an email, it's madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com. And if you haven't done so, it would be a huge help if you hooked us up with a subscribe and a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Whatever lets you review us, a five-star review is greatly appreciated and helps us out a lot. It helps us stay in the fight in these podcast wars. You guys got anything else? No, sir. I think you covered it all. Well done. All right, friends. We'll see you on the Patreon. But until next time, do something. I didn't get to go to the theater at all this weekend. So wait, what are we doing in the Easter egg? Are we doing the uh, the, the, the Oreos then? Yeah, we can do Oreos and, you know, a detailed uh, rundown of MSPH Wrestling. And then just give, like, the, the highlights when uh, we bring it up on the main episode. <laughs> What's up, Shudder Rooney? What's going on? What's up, Shuddy? I'm... Um, Getting into the Zoom now. Man, I forgot about how cluttered looking my background is. Mine is cluttered, cluttered as well. As well. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm getting an echo. Damn it. Jeff, you sound yourself. like shit, Jeff. Hmm. Is your Zoom <laughs> muted? It's, it's not. That's what the problem is. Okay. Do I sound better? <laughs> Much. All right, cool. All right. I was looking to see how to do that, and then there's a little mute button. 
on the yep, uh, you're you're right. There sure is. Skipped a few that, steps. I was. They usually mute things. Yeah, I was in. Imagine uh, that. The preferences page and fishing around the audio section of the preferences page, but there's this mute button that works nicely. Yeah, I have more shit behind me now, just being on location in the studio for the first time since me. March 2020. When's the, when's the last time I was here? I mean, March. Yeah, right? probably March 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so the lockdown started with that NBA shit. Was that? Uh, it was right around St. Patty's Day. So I figured I'd probably a few days earlier. I was here. Holy shit! I feel like time has flown by. Really, you know? Yeah. Who knew everything shut getting shut down? would like pass the time so quickly i mean it probably i would assume it was a lot worse for you than it was me just because you know i live with my brother so that helps kill the time whereas you're just kind of like i don't know stuck here with your comic books or at least I mean, you were it wasn't that bad like because uh, i got a lot of I, comics i got a lot of comics i have a lot of video games i have a lot of movies i kind of hate humans and it sort of worked out perfect Hell, you're, you could just do another lockdown. Yeah. Especially now that you have a, a, a chick. Fuck it. Whatever. I'm actually showing up to those anti-mask rallies, just trying to keep COVID going. <laughs> I got a good thing here. I don't want to ruin it. For sure. I've I don't only think been that's very st- funny. I've only been stacking W's uh, since the lockdown, so I'm of the same mindset. Wait a second. I get to... I just noticed. Are you drinking liquid death? I am. I get to pop my liquid death cherry today. I have never tried it. And they're a sponsor of Kevin's Boston show. Yeah, not of us. <laughs> well, I was getting to that. We I don't like get the amount of downloads in a month that they require in a week to sponsor. Let's put that. Let's blame that on YouTube. YouTube's not helping us and our download numbers increase, and we thought that it would just by adding the video component and hopefully pulling a new audience. That's the reason we're yet to secure Liquid Death sponsorship. It's YouTube's fault. Certainly not mine or yours, Shuddy. You know what I bet? No, it's definitely not. I mean, if the blame falls anywhere, it falls on Shuddy. YouTube. Oh. Top. Top left corner of my screen. Oh, oh, that would be Shuddy Boy. <laughs> that is, technically is Shuddy for me too. No, it's Kevin for me. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, take oh. this, take this. So, do you always drink this warm? Yeah. Is oh, you have mountain water. Also, I accidentally ordered mountain water instead of the sparkling, so I have four cases of that. Okay. I don't know what I was expecting. Tastes like water. Okay. Yep, it's water, Jeff. <laughs> uh, hmm. If you're familiar oh, with the taste the of water, that is what you're getting with Liquid Death, the mountain water version. So wait, the other one that you usually drink is the sparkling version? Yeah, but I'm all out of those. I only have like half this case and one other case left. I have, I have to get... Um... A re-up. From the Austrian Alps. At first I read Australian. I was like, is that... 
Is that a, that's not a coincidence, huh? They're sponsoring uh, their native brother, Jason Ellis. But, nope, it's Austrian. Well, so. <laughs> I think Tony Hawk got like into a partnership with them because that whole thing about him using his blood to make skateboards. Yeah. that They were liquid, liquid death skateboards. Okay. Well, I heard little Nas X got bent out of shape about that. Yeah, which, you know, I always try to be impartial in situations like this. Fuck that. We're riding out with Tony Hawk. Well, of course. But, like, <laughs> I think the reason people had a problem with it is because it had, like, pentagrams and satanic imagery on it and shit. Yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure they fucking, that guy swiped, like, Nike's whole, like, brand or their, the, the shoe design. And he just, like, yeah, he ripped added off the a shoe little de- design, blood to it. put blood in it, and... <laughs> pentagrams and i think all the religious people freaking out were it was over the pentagrams and satanic shit yeah i think the lawsuit actually came from nike and they're like well wait a second (laughs) you can't just add your blood to our design and make it yours that's not that's not how this works uh shuddy can you give me record permission i guess (laughs) do you still have the joke the seth rogan weed i do yeah you want to try it? We're going to have to smoke that later. I'm currently oh. ordering weed as we speak. Not on the Recording show. in progress. Well, maybe that's where Why I Why can't I do day. it tomorrow? I want to pick it up tomorrow. Can't order ahead? Actually, if I did the Seth Rogen, can that work as like a de facto uh, baking with Jeffy cakes? Does that count? It is. I mean... We gotta do all the bits while I'm here. Do you have an IMD boner? <laughs> <laughs> like baking does uh, play, you know, multiple roles. That word, baking, as in baking food and getting baked. Right. But I'm so saying, you could, in in a sense, get baked off the Seth Rogen weed. Can I do that? Sure. Why not? Love it. I feel like my lighting is better than yours, and I'm. Like two feet from you. In the it's same because room. of the backlighting. It was Kevin. It's all those lights in the ceiling. Oh, good call. And so when he does turn them off, he looks better. They're like connected builder blocks. Which one's which? You had three colors. Okay, houseplant. Yeah, I'm all out of the indica. Oh. Is houseplant the name of the brand? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So Bomb Cyclone. That's the new one. That's a hybrid. And then Pancake Ice. <laughs> that's the um, Sativa. That's the that's the brand that Seth Rogen smokes like all day. That's the strain. Yeah. That's his strain. So Pancake Ice is a Chem Dog times Mandarin or plus Mandarin cookie uh, makeup. Thirty three point three percent THC. And this new one, Bomb Cyclone. Is wedding cake uh, plus gelato thirty three, THC's twenty five. I'm gonna go with the pancake ice since that's what Seth Rogen's usually smoking on, and it's got the most THC. That's usually how I pick my weed. I'm gonna crack into these apple cider donut uh, Oreos. Oh, let me go grab mine. Hang on. Let me do my PEDs first before I try them. Man, it's good being back here. It's good. Got liquid death. I've always wondered about it. Seth Rogen weed. I've always wondered about that. Got little mama. Little mama's in in attendance. I don't know. What she's so excited about. It. You're not getting any Oreos, you little dumbass. 
little, <laughs> little butts wiggling back there. I don't yeah, know. her butts going in like clockwise rotation. Yeah. She loves uh, meeting new people. I'm her, telling you. Her little nub. Yeah. She's excited to be here. Are you shaking your nub, little mama? Allie? Fucking respond, Allie. Jesus. Allie? Ears point up? Pointy ears? Treat? Oh, whoa. She's going to learn soon that, that that word has absolutely zero meaning. Treat? Yeah. No way. She, she, I mean. She's like, I keep turning my head to the side for no reason. Yeah, but then she'll get a treat every now and then. She, you know, it brings her, it uh, restores the value of that word in her dumb little brain. I wonder if that's why sideways. He's actually head asking you to save her, Kevin. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Rich, I wonder if that's why um, sideways head Sue from MasterChef always turns her head to the side. Because, like, Joe B is secretly going, treat, treat. She's like, treat? <laughs> yeah. She, those, she has, like, a... Oh, for me? A, a, a reflex to certain words. Hey, little mama. Treat Williams. Oh, gotcha. Oh, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you have trying? them, Kevin? She do bacon? Oh, yeah. Bacon? Nah. No, she's, she, she hears the ruffling of the, the Oreo packaging and thinks it's for her. We can give you an Oreo. You better mama. hit her up Fuck with a T word. Fuck it, little mommy. Want an Oreo? They smell. I gotta grab a lighter. Potent. I'm a little on a little bit of a tape delay here. What with your? With with you. I know. Hopefully, it'll even out on the YouTube version. <laughs> if not, no. Good news is nobody watches this on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, I gotta get a lighter, but. Oh boy. This is flavorful. Hmm. This is solid though. Hmm. I'm gonna tongue dart some of this cream. Have you broken into these yet, uh Shuddy? No. The kids have, but I've been waiting for this very moment. They're pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. Bill, like, broke his diet and ate some. Oh. Man, that sucks. Diet. That pancake ice. I feel it. This is going to be good. <laughs> I like this wheat already. Seth Rogen. Who would have thought? He knew He knew uh, what he was doing with the whole weed stuff. Yeah, for real. All right. You don't have any milk, do you? No. This isn't a double. I didn't double- even know you were coming over. This isn't even a double cream. Yeah, it's too much to ask for you to have milk on deck. Probably have some oat milk bullshit. I don't have any milk. Oh. I just killed the almond milk. Oh, 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 ah! Will you dip your Oreos in the almond milk? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, these are definitely solid. I want to perform cunnilingus real quick. On the camera. On one of these Oreos. <laughs> Just Prepare your lady boners, this. ladies. Yeah. Imagine looking down and seeing this. <laughs> oh, my God. How much does that turn you on, ladies? The stuff of nightmares. Leave a comment in the YouTube section if you're turned on right now by this. <laughs> 
fuck? Maybe because I love this s'more graham cracker cookie. And I feel like they should use the graham cracker graham cracker cookie more often. And that would be, this would be a good time to employ it. They don't have a graham cracker cookie, right? It's just a white or a golden one. Looks like it, yeah. Sometimes they do like a little bit of a deep dive on what's going on. Like the chemical makeup. I feel like these are... A little like tangier or like spicier than like apple Spicy? cider. That's, I don't mean like in a heat way, but in like a a tang way. Like these are more. Like poontang. <laughs> these are a little more aggressive than, reg- than apple cider donuts. I feel like apple cider donuts has more of like a hint. They really do have an aftertaste of apple cider donuts though. Right, like, maybe that's what it, the, the goal is, is to bring the flavor so hard that it leaves you with the apple cider donut flavor. Yeah, my mouth, like if I didn't know any better, I would think that I just ate an actual ap- apple cider donut. How do you feel about apple cider donuts? They fucking rule. They're fucking awesome, right? Yeah. There's a local... I gotta grab some chapstick, one second. There's a farm by me, or like a... Not by me, Sorry. by my mom's... Um, my mom's place called Lakeside Farms that does apple cider donuts. And it is just fucking epic. I love apple cider donuts. Love the fall season, really. I got to go back at upstate New York and visit during the fall. Last time I was out there was a couple months ago. Not ideal. But whatever. These Oreos are pretty good. Shuddy, how do you feel? I don't think they're going to crack like the top 10 ever or anything like that, but whatever. No. Serviceable. For a golden Oreo, they're solid. Oh, you're usually team chocolate Oreo? I'm, all, I'm team chocolate Oreo. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. All right. Um, so we're going to try something different this time with the MSPH wrestling results. We just had MSPH Wrestling 9. Uh, special delivery. And, man, that was a long event. It almost went four hours. I know. I was... Right where I was, like, like elbowing me, like, is this, is this fucking almost over? <laughs> what, what, what's going on here? Um, I guess it, was over, f- it was three hours. I thought it exceeded three hours. It a little bit. Did. No, it was... It went at least three and a half, three forty-five. I don't know if we. Could it was t- not oh. over at almost midnight my time. I don't know. I, I I thought that it went over three hours, but whatever, not a big deal. I mean, maybe the rant rant was her birthday weekend, but uh, it was a hell of a time. I maybe we could talk about this more in the main episode. I was so fucking drunk by the end of that. <laughs> like, I don't know. If, I'm sure someone on the Zoom call noticed, right? Because there was how many people? Were there like 40 at one point? Yeah. Yeah, there were a few at one point. At the end, Most dude, people had their video and, and mic turned off. They just wanted to hang out on the Zoom with us. Yeah. But, I mean, I had my mic and some, video on so they could see me. Oh, I mean, there was me. My eyes were barely open, and for the last hour or so, I was just shoveling food down my mouth. Yeah, for the last yeah. hour, I am like, slumped, like, fucking wasted. Rent Rent and I were drinking tequila. Hell yeah. I started off with a little 
tequila and Gatorade, actually. Then switched over to beers, had a blunt, had a whole bunch of food, and I was done. Done, dude. I was hurting. I I almost, like, passed out towards the end, but um, I don't know. Between, like, just the awesomeness of the MSPH wrestling, this one, I mean, every one is better than the last, and this one, uh, this one, that's true for this one as well. But oh, people man, are raging in the zoom. There was mushrooms. I heard somebody shout out that they were about to do a bump. I was yeah. like, oh my god, this is getting wild. <laughs> yeah, for that was sure. the same person that was doing the mushrooms. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> fair enough. He also he probably that was probably a good idea for uh, a bunch of other Puminati that were looking to rage. You know what I mean? I'm sure he wasn't the only one doing bumps. Yeah, or so, she. Here's um, multiple sexes. Here's how the events played out real quick. The uh, the first match was the six-woman battle royal for the MSPH Women's Money in the Bank briefcase, which was Jamie Foxx versus Jen T versus Red Rage versus Rant Rant versus Sarah Michelle Geller versus Margot Robbie. Um, the match surprisingly came down to Rant Rant and the former first-ever Ms. Money in the Bank, Margot Robbie, Margot gunning for the briefcase to become the first ever two-time Ms. Money in the Bank. Those dreams were instantly shattered when Rent Rat impressively clotheslined Margot Robbie out of the ring for the final elimination. So, yeah, uh, immediately my girlfriend showing me up in MSPH Wrestling, showing me what a win looks like. Yep, debut match showing Kevin how it's supposed to be done. Just getting cucked in front of the Legion of Puminati watching. Does she... It turned around for you though that um, uh, in that event, and you guys are you're a couple, so you got to celebrate each other's successes. As a, yeah, as a team, you had a great night. And then that took us to the triple threat tornado tag team elimination match for the MSPH tag team championships, which featured Seek and Alex, Seek Donnelly and Alex Wilson versus Pooh Generation <coughs> X versus the Roid Warriors. Um, Alex and Seek made their debut, came out to a huge pop with Alex looking much taller than usual. Uh, but when the dust settled, the Royd Warriors picked up the victory and retained their belts. They are still the MSPH Tag Team Champions. Um, then we had the two out of three falls match for the MSPH Canadian Championship, which was Bonesy versus Low Man Chris. Um... The crowd is taking Jeff Clark's advice and taking a bathroom break during this one. <laughs> it was to their dismay that it was a very good match, and each superstar got one pinfall. Bonesy put the final nail in the coffin of his longtime nemesis with a pedigree to get his second pinfall. The winner and new MSPH Canadian champion is Bonesy. He's now Thank the you for s- taking out my arch enemy. He is uh, the second ever two-time MSPH Canadian champion. Um, and then this brought us to a big Elimination Chamber match where the winner becomes the number one contender for the MSPH Hardcore TV Championship. This was Big Sexy versus Fonzo versus Boognish versus Arts versus Pubic Zirconia versus Fat Dog Collar. Um, pubic, or no, I'm sorry, Big Sexy and uh, Fat Dog Collar were eliminated first, uh, surprising everybody that I was not immediately taken out in the first 30 seconds. Arts took out Fonzo and came face-to-face with Boognish, his former tag team partner. 
Boognish sweeps Arts' legs and proceeds to give him a Boston Crab. Uh, Pubic Zirconia, wearing a crimson mask with his own blood, gives Boognish a low blow and then eliminates him. Arts took advantage of Pubic's back being turned, knocks him down, then twerks over him to the crowd's delight. Um, Pubic won't stay down, so Arts tries to make him submit. He will not tap, so Arts finishes him off with another twerking moonsault to pick up the victory. Arts stomped my ass and won the match. All right, let's see. Wow, there were a lot of events. Uh, The fatal five-way Hell in a Cell. (laughs) First blood match, Bucci's versus Chief Brody versus Diamond Dallas DeWitt versus Shawnee Killface versus... Shrap Metal. Everybody initially teamed up against Shrap Metal. Um, Bucci's came out of nowhere and hit a face breaker on Chief Brody to bust him open and got the win. He was the first person to draw blood. So, Bucci's, congrats to you. Won the fatal five-way Hell in a Cell first blood match. And then we go on to a very uh, hot and uh, ratings-grabbing match. The TLC match for the MSPH Hardcore TV Championship. Halfy Smokes versus the Dragon Jeff Clark. Yep, let's do it. Jeff hits Halfy in the nose with a closed fist, sending Halfy crashing from the ladder down to the mat below with a bloody nose. Jeff doesn't hesitate, grabs the championship belt to solidify himself as one of the most consistent champions in MSPH wrestling history. I have to look at your guys' Venmo history to see how much <laughs> yeah. Jeff is paying. Yeah. To get all these wins. Fuck There's you. some fucking pandering going on. Pandering? Uh, he's, you guys are a lot cooler with Dom and have a lot more of a connection than I do. I'm just, I'm just lucky. Well, not lucky. I put in the work. I train pretty, pretty hard in between uh, events. And I'm a deserving champion. And at this point, I'm pretty much the greatest performer in MSPH history. I'm actually, Except for me when I came in second that match. <laughs> All right. Everyone just was fucking blown away with how well you did. <laughs> I, uh, I'm doing, I'm, I'm formatting the MSPH Wrestling Digest, which is like a Google share sheet that me and uh, Dom are keeping, just storing pretty much everything that you're reading in like a one-spot location. If any of the Puminati want to read it, uh, holler at me via Slack or whatever, and I can send you the digest. But... The first MSPH wrestling was Easter Beatdown, April 12th, 2020. And I won the Hardcore Championship in a tables, ladders, chairs match, three-way match, four-way match, excuse me, between you, Shuddy Boy, and the Easter Bunny. And that's how long I've held the Hardcore Championship. And i got to find where in this digest that I unified the Hardcore and TV Championship. But I've been a champion for... A year and what? Five months at this point? Time for you to put somebody over. And since since the start of MSPH Wrestling, I'm the fucking goat. I should be calling the shots around here. Little Mom, what do you think about this? Yeah, she couldn't give two shits. She's over it. Yep. Mama. All right, a couple more of these to get through. Uh, So then we move on to the last woman standing match for the MSPH Women's Championship, which was. The night's earlier winner, Rant Rant, versus Curvy Beer Girl, the champ. And the crowd goes nuts for Rant Rant, who flashed superstar status in her debut match earlier in the night. Curvy Beer Girl dominated at first, but Rant Rant got back in it with a few belly punches and a vicious side slam. Um, 
Curvy Beer Girl sat up for a nine count, but Rent Rat put her back down with a kick <laughs> to the face. And Curvy Beer Girl stood, stayed down for the ten count. And we have ourselves a new champion. Her first time in MSPH wrestling gets two wins in one night and a championship belt. Rent Rat, who was laughing hysterically. She could not believe it. Did she have fun? Yeah. Did, did she give you the obligatory... Uh, message or statement afterwards where I was like, you know what? That was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. No. No? All right. <laughs> everyone, so then she thought it was going to be that, that fun. That's great. Yeah. That's good to know that she had high expectations, high hopes. She literally had no idea what to expect, but when she started seeing it, you know, she had, she had a few cocktails in her. Um, the, everybody being fucking goofy in the Zoom was making her laugh and you know, some of the stuff happening in the ring was making her laugh, and she liked a lot of the entrances, and Art's twerking is, is always a hit. Oh, yeah. With his fucking diaper butt. He, diaper butt. That character is a phenomenal twerker, by the way. Really is. Uh, so that takes us to the Falls Count Anywhere No DQ match for the MSPH World Heavyweight Championship, which was Butt Package versus Spat the Snow Bastard. Uh, the man who set, on, set the world on fire at MSPH Wrestling 8 comes out first to a deafening pop from the crowd. Spat comes out next, and the crowd boos him incessantly. Both men go at it and take the fight to the stage ramp, followed by the backstage area. Um, butt Package's Cinderella story comes to an end when Spat gives him a black mask kick to the side of the head, turning out his lights. And the winner, and still MSPH World Heavyweight Champion, is Spat the Snow Bastard. And the last match of the night was the 30-man Royal Rumble for the MSPH Money in the Bank briefcase. Uh, okay. The, let's see. So, the, I mean, th- this was a very, very long match because I think something went up with the settings because there's usually a ring full of people all going at it. And at most, there were like three people in the ring at once. So... Are you calling shenanigans? No, no. I think we just might need to twerk that or twerk, <laughs> tweak no. that for next time. Maybe no. That just means that it was a shorter rumble than usual. Why? Because people, a person was getting thrown out every two minutes. Yeah, it actually, of, that's actually the best way to like look at it. Because that there wasn't a lot of like action at the end either. If you remember, it was. I mean, it was really just two, three. I think at most there was four people in the ring at one point. But at the end, it was just like they quickly got rid of the third guy, and then you know the final two finished it off. Whereas sometimes they run a little long. It always seemed like like people entered the ring quicker. No, nope, this was normal. There just weren't wasn't so much going on in the ring to distract you. Hmm. Well. Either way, I kept I, I stayed on brand. I was <laughs> I came in into the ring very late in the Royal Rumble and fucking Jeff immediately tossed me out. Yeah. I mean, I'm the fucking man. What are you going to do? And um it was a very touching moment when Bat Dad was the last person to come in at the end of the Royal Rumble. Um <clears throat> tossed out the last remaining person, uh Throbby the Law Lawler and Bat Dad Secured his win as the Royal Rumble winner and new Mr. Money in the Bank. It was Uh, wonderful. It It was was. a wonderful, wonderful moment. Yeah. He'll be facing Spat for the title at the next event. 
Wait, there's not a... There isn't a, a triple threat match? I'm pretty sure I'm in on the title match as well. You are, but do you really want to be that guy? Uh, I want to be that guy more than I want Spat to be that guy. I'll tell you that. You know what's amazing? I'm so doing... you're okay with just beating one, a, de- a deceased member of the Puminati to further your career? That's not what I'm saying. What I'm That's saying what sounds like saying. it to me. That's exactly what you're saying. I'm just well, well. Hold on, no. All I'm doing here is clarifying the details. You said that Spat's wrestling him in the next in the next uh, main event or in the next event. I'm just saying, as as am I. I'm not. I'm not weighing in on whether or not I want to win. Of course, I don't want to beat Bad Dad. I just, maybe you should just bow out of the event. Nah, that's not what a competitor and champion does. Maybe Spat should bow out, and then I'll, and then maybe I'll bow out. I don't know. I think we're just going to have to handle this in the ring. Hopefully how it works. I don't want to say hopefully. How it could end up working, especially since I just dominate this fucking this promotion. But maybe Spat pins Bat Dad, and then I, I, I pin Spat, and I dedicate the win to Bat Dad. No, no. It would be whoever would pin first would win. I thought it was elimination style. No. Fair enough. It'll probably be another TLC. Well, then that's perfect. Spat is going to probably, that scumbag, is probably going to beat the shit out of Bad Dad. Bad Dad's going to be injured on the side of the ring, and then I'm going to uh, avenge uh, I'm going to avenge Bad Dad by beating Spat and pinning Spat. That's how I'm going to win. Don't worry. Bad Dad's legacy and honor will remain intact. And I'll be a champion. Somehow we're, it's going to figure itself out. Uh, so, real quick, last thing with MSPH Wrestling. We have some injuries to announce. Um, Happy, Happy Smokes got a broken nose at the hands of Jeff <laughs> when he worked stiff and hit him with a closed fist to send him bloody and crashing to the mat below. He'll be out of action for at least 12 weeks. Sarah Michelle Geller suffered a concussion when she was clotheslined out of the ring by Red Rage and hit her head on the concrete floor, she'll be out of action for eight weeks. Shrap Metal suffered malfunctioning rotator gears in his arms and could not move them towards the end of the match. <laughs> Wait, what? His arms will be replaced with thicker metal for the next event and all new rotator gears. He will be out of action for one week during the repair. JJ from PA suffered a lacerated eye when his glasses were pierced. In the Royal Rumble, a piece of glass was seen protruding from his eye. He'll be out of action for one week. Wow, that's a fast-healing eyeball. And finally, Jamie Foxx suffered a broken jaw at the hands of Rentra in the Royal Rumble. She will need surgery and will be required uh, to have her jaw wired shut. She will be out of action for three to four months. <laughs> she's going to she's gonna have to go... Fur, 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 fur. There's a chance she'll never return to MSPH wrestling. I would hate that. Yeah, who knows? But there is a chance. So, yeah, that was the event. Shout out to all the Puminati who watched and joined us in the Zoom. One of the, one of the many benefits of being a Patreon subscriber. Uh, and big shout out to Dom for putting in all that hard work and making that event happen. And yeah. can, we prob- can someone help us solve the mystery of who Raw Pregnancy was? No, that person should remain anonymous. 
<laughs> what a name, though. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully they're in our fantasy football uh, league, and that's that their fantasy football name. Yeah, you guys have to send me that link again so I can get a head start on trying to gain access to that account before the draft, which is tomorrow, right? Yep. God, that's such a bummer. Why? I fucking hate this shit. Oh, uh, you pussy. The Yankees are in town. I could be going to see uh, Shohei Otani against uh, the Yankees and uh, Angel Stadium, but Puminati are the most important thing, and this fucking fantasy football thing is fun. Aren't I the defending champion as well? I think I am. You're asking the wrong person. In Shut our up. fantasy league? Yeah. Snoopy Punk no. Dog! Shuddy. Pretty no. sure I'm the defending champion. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Ginger. All right, look it up then. I am doing that right now. Ginger know, knows what's up. Well, we're going to send you the link. Hey, let's grade these. Out of 100, what are you thinking about the apple cider Oreo do- or apple cider donut Oreo? Oh, my God, it's 445, and we haven't even started the main show. Yeah. <laughs> well, we had a Long lot of bases to cover. Egg. I They ranked high for me. I really enjoyed those. I give them... An 82. You're such a cruel You, are, you won two years ago, Jeff. Fair enough. Last year, it was a pandemic you came year last in 10th place. <laughs> I'm like the fucking San Francisco 49ers. I'm either worse or first. Tim beat me for the championship. Snoopy Poop Dog! Which, how I made it into the playoffs is beyond me. Well, whose dick you sucked in making it into the playoffs. All right, Kevin gives an apple cider donut Oreos an 82. I'm going to go ahead and give it, I'm going to give it a 79. Um, I'm I, at 78. I missed, I missed some sort of chocolate presents. Um, it's an apple cider donut. I know. Why would there be chocolate in it? I know. I'm saying, though, it wasn't <laughs> as good weird. because I guess they. I, 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 what I'm getting at is they didn't execute on the ingredients that they tried to execute on. There um, should be chocolate and apple cider. No, that's not what I mean, Kevin. Snoopy Pope Dog! Although, a chocolate glazed apple cider. Mm, no. Damn. How about I can't, no, They've already done a caramel apple Oreo. And I thought that was a lot better than this one, actually. Really? Yeah. Oh, I like this one better. Fair enough. Are we ready to get into this? Yep. Little Mama, what do you think? From Los Angeles, California, this is the Mad Scientist Party Hour. 